0: Hello, my name is Masajadi. Sajadi. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence on Goal Setting That Works. What we'll be covering is why you haven't achieved your goals in the past, psychology of goal setting, how to materialize your goals. And with me tonight is Crystal Fambrini. Crystal, how are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you, Mas. Goal settings that work. This is going to be an interesting podcast. (laughs) So many people... Because so many people set goals, yes. and a lot of them don't work.
0: Yes, that so, is true.
1: So you're going to show us the exponential intelligence way to ensure that we're setting goals properly.
0: Yes, in fact, it's very different than what you're used to. No mm-hmm. matter, you know, and, and there's a lot of business people listening in on this, and you know, and they're going, "Well, how can that be? We've always learned how to achieve uh, or anything that we've done by setting." Uh, strict goals and then we achieve them. Right. right? That's really not the most proper way. And it actually drains you.
1: Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So, and at the end of this podcast, after we have our conversation, you'll be doling out the Moss work. Give us a little hint on that. What's the Moss work going to look like this time around?
0: This time around, it is understanding your current goal setting mechanisms. Mm -hmm. And then uh, once you understand it, how to use it, to set the goals that you really want.
1: Great. And then after that, we'll be doing one of your powerful meta healings.
0: Yes. And this is going to be much more powerful, uh, I believe, Mm because there's a lot more people listening in. Uh, And it's it's on creating a platform so you can achieve your goals and sustain them.
1: I like that. So my first question for you Mm -hmm. is, what do you think about resolutions?
0: Uh, I really don't. Uh, you know, people use goal setting, people use resolutions uh, at the level that we are at right now, Crystal, you know, we're really not, uh, we're really not, say, set up to 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 set resolutions or set goals. Um, although, you know, the goals that we want, I mean, smaller goals, yes, it's a great way to practice, you know, but the larger goals, you know, as far as your income or whatever you need, uh, those, we really don't have... The abilities yet to say sustain them or materialize them,
1: you know, and that's uh, that goes into the question: What are those? What are some common top goals that people are looking to achieve that you hear over and over again? Like you just mentioned, income is one example. Right.
0: Yes, uh, income, uh, weight loss, uh, getting healthier, uh, maybe really enjoying life more you know, yeah. or going out and being yourself, uh, those are usually the top goals. Uh, and, and statistically you know, is that, you know, we set goals. Uh, it's a great time to set goals because it is a pivotal point for many people. And then by the end of the month, by the end of January, most of us have turned around and started where we began in the beginning of January.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: why does that happen?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. The statistics about goal setting, especially around New Year's, 75% of people who set New Year's resolutions do not make it past the first week. Yep. That's why when you go to the gym, you see the gym is packed. I stay away from the gym for the first week of January. Yes. No way I am going there. But come yes. two weeks later, it's it's fine. It's empty. No big deal. And, the, and the fitness centers are make a ton of money. <laughs> they are banking they on new year's for people to sign up and they, and yes. they think that they're going to keep going. Um, yes. So, I mean, obviously we want people to succeed. You know, I don't want to be laughing at people's goals or their new year's resolution lists, but why, why are they, why are they not following through? Uh,
0: Is because it's a surface layer say, directional device that people are using
1: mm-hmm. to,
0: say, go towards their goals. You know, if there's an underlying current, right, mm-hmm. uh, that's so strong for you and you're going, say, one way and then you look at, say, another perspective uh, journey that you want to go towards, right, and mm-hmm. you keep pulling, say, your craft, right, towards that way, uh, it takes so much momentum for you to, to flip, right, flip directions That most of us don't have that momentum or that willpower to stay the course. And then what happens is uh, you get dragged back to where you were.
1: But what about those people? You know, I'm sure people listening can relate to this. Every time they set goals, they have the same goals. You know, whether it's I'm going to quit drinking or I'm going to stop smoking or I'm going to lose those 10 pounds. But this Mm -hmm. time they really mean it and they really feel like they mean it. Mm Mm-hmm. But they don't
0: do it. But they don't do it. Yep, it's the underlying current. It's the underlying current, especially when there's addictive type qualities, mm-hmm. right? In it, like uh, drinking, smoking, uh, anything that you're say stuck in that rut. Well, think of it as a rut. Very, that's mm-hmm. a perfect word. You know, you're stuck in that rut. Uh, you see what could be out there for you, but then you just can't climb out of that rut. Uh, and again, a lot of a lot of us don't have that willpower or that strength to, say, sustain what it takes to really climb out at a physical level. You know, what we're going to be talking about in this session uh, or in this podcast is, is there another easier way uh, to set goals from an internal level? You know, all the goals that we've ever set, you know, whether you learn it in business, you know, in in business uh, sessions, classes, uh, strategizing and so on, is really an external way of, say, transforming yourself. Okay. Uh, it takes a lot of willpower that way. It's a lot of work. It takes a lot longer. Plus, it really deprecates you internally.
1: Uh, well, you know what I find interesting is you you mentioned, you know, people have goals about income. Mm-hmm. And uh, when people ask me, I know so many people find this annoying when I respond, but when people ask me, what do I want or what my goals are? Yes. You know, I say I can't respond. And it's not because I don't have goals and I don't have wants. But I'm like, I, I want everything, you know. I want everything. I can't even respond to that question. And I'm sure there's people out there listening to that too. That there's little goals, and then there's big goals, and then it just becomes overwhel- overwhelming. <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I mean, you do want everything. So, you know, and then again, most of us want, uh, you know, the major things like we want to make more money. There's a lot of goals out there. I mean, first of all, when people set goals, they're not doing them the right way. You know, for example, you want more money. That's a lot of people's goals, right? Mm-hmm. But that is so indefinite. I mean, you could find a penny on the street and th- there's more money for you. And mm-hmm. then your goal is set. So you, uh, again, we can talk into say truer goal settings, you know. But you know, we're not even there yet. We have to create this solid foundation for your goals to so to support themselves, sustain themselves
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, before you actually start to materialize or set goals like I want X amount of money per month, or you know, I want to lose so much weight and so on and so on. Um, you know, even even thinking about that, Crystal. Let's let's just do a little exercise here, just to tell you or just to show you. Uh, what I mean uh, and why it takes so long for people to materialize if they actually do materialize their goals. Okay. Uh, Let's just do this quick exercise. Uh, Think of something that you don't have and you want, whatever it might be. Got it. Uh, So from your perspective, note where it feels like where it is in your body. So. Okay, or in your space around you, which is about arm's length, your spirit body or your higher self body. Uh, Think about something that you have.
1: Got it. Uh,
0: Do you see the difference? Do you feel the difference? Right? So, the the things that you have is more internalized, right? It's part of you, it's part of your being, if you will, right? The things that you want, if you notice, like it's outside of you, it's not part of your being. Does that make
1: sense? Totally. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So the universe or the way your goal setting mechanism works okay, is, is, not about, is not about the object that you're setting a goal on, is how it feels in that structure. Okay? If it's outside of you, right, mm-hmm. if it feels disconnected from you, it'll create because it's creating in present time. Uh, you only have abilities or power to create in the present moment, at the present moment. If you say, "I want you know, hundred thousand dollars a year," uh, it's outside of you. It's not true. It'll create that portion of being outside of you. So you're always grasping for your goals. You'll never say achieve it. Okay? Uh, and that's why it's so hard for individuals. They can't internalize it. So when you create goals, it's like, yeah, and he goes. I want $100,000 a year. Well, just that word want. Well, obviously it's outside of you. A lot harder to achieve if you can achieve it.
1: Right. So instead of saying I want $100,000 a year, Mm -hmm. if you turn around just the verbiage and the wording to my intention is to have $100,000 a year or
0: Um, how how do you... Uh, again, that's like maybe goal setting phase two or podcast two. Uh, mm-hmm. In this first podcast, mm-hmm. there is no intentions uh, because you don't know how to uh, how to how to create goals I- initially. You have to really understand how your goal setting mechanism really really works at a deeper level um, uh, before you know before you actually materialize goals. Um, let's let's just put it. Uh, this look. I'm just kind of reading into the group. Mm-hmm. who's uh, tapping in and you know, most of everything that's happened in, in people's lives over 90% uh, really preset for themselves. Okay. The other 10% that's available to you um, is, is about goal setting and materializing. The other 10% is open for you to understand how to set goals, how to materialize okay? or how to basically create most of us don't, say, understand. We just want to jump into to changing the dynamics. So it's really like understanding or, you know, getting in front of a computer. We don't understand how the program works, but we just want to create. And, and, and it gets fumbled up. It takes a lot longer. Uh, in this first podcast is really about understanding how to run the program. And, and it make it makes goal setting more efficient for you.
1: That makes so sense. So already, yeah. like, just by you explaining that, because I'm just taking... Mm-hmm. I think people relate to to money and and finances and, Mm -hmm. you know, let's say someone makes, you know, less than a hundred thousand dollars a year. And that's what Mm -hmm. they were, you know, that's who they are and they want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. It's not about saying, you know, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. You're, you're saying the exponential intelligence way is about, okay, who do I need to be Mm -hmm. to make a hundred thousand dollars a year?
0: Uh, yes, very similar. And, and when you understand who do I need to be is like, well, who am I right here right now? Mm-hmm. And that, and that starts to become right. That starts to become, well, uh, you know, all that, uh, well, the facade that people wear and so on and so on. Uh, because you have to change the frequencies that resonate inside you, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that generate the frequencies outside of you or that attracts whatever's outside of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: in internally so changing the frequencies internally to accommodate the frequencies outside of you
1: makes sense does that make sense yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and i and when you told us and i hope um people who are listening that they did do that and they did take a, a moment to picture um that exercise cuz i felt mm-hmm. i i got it when we went through that exercise um yes. because i was picturing something outside of me and i just picked up i mean i just I'll share with you what i chose. I was being very oh, sure. super I was being very superficial and I thought mm-hmm. of a, I'm like, "Well, what do I want? I'll take a Lamborghini." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I was so silly, but I nice but car. you know, but that's a want. Mm-hmm. And then that's what and then There's what do you have? And then you're talking about the car that you have and I felt this um sense of you know, I was really proud of, you know, of my car and then mm-hmm. it felt silly because I felt that disconnect. And so that was right. just an interesting experience. I I realized I wasn't being you know, right. truthful. And it wasn't really ever, it was not going to actualize if I was just saying it like that. <laughs>
0: right. Well, you know, and people, you know, they have like, uh, you know, little, little uh, post-it notes that go, I have, or I am, right. Mm-hmm. I am loved. Uh, or I, I have a Lamborghini. Right. Well, they, then that they think it's going to, you know, materialize faster. Right. Um, not really because at the present moment, uh, there's a check in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you say you have a Lamborghini and you don't, your higher self goes, no, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, every time you say it, you know, and you go, well, if you if I say it enough times, uh, it's going to materialize. Well, you can get to the point, I guess you can do that. Um, but what, uh, again, we're going to be talking about what really works because um, every time if it's not true for you, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, it's not going to work.
1: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And you know, you touched upon people have affirmations, they have the I am statements. Right. Um what is your oh, feeling? Yeah, and the vision boards or the dream boards, those are really another popular way to materialize or manifest yes. your goals. Oh. Yes. Well, How do you feel about those? Like the exponential Uh intelligence point of view?
0: (laughs) The exponential intelligence point of view. Uh, And this is where, you know, dream boards and so on get so popular is because, you know, I put a picture of a house on the fridge and then 10 years later, I'm living in the same house. You Mm -hmm. know, you hear those stories over and over again. Uh, Why does that work? Is that true goal setting? Uh, In reality, it's not true goal setting at all. Uh, Actually, those individuals who have had that experience or materialized goals, most of us who've created goals or materialized goals is that is that they actually have future vision. They're not really materializing or goal setting. They're just going into the future at some point and then, say, remembering or pulling down that information of what they've have you know, 10 years, 5 years, whatever it might be, uh, that time frame, and then bringing it into reality. You know, just like a younger kid goes, you know, I'm going to be a doctor someday. You know, mm-hmm. and he doesn't even know what a doctor is, right? Uh, what are they doing? They're tapping into their future events, right? One of the realities that is open for them, pulling it into that time frame and going, okay, I'm going to be a doctor. That's all.
1: But by doing the dream board, does it allow you to recognize and remember, you know, what you tapped into?
0: Yes, it it actually does. Creating a dream board. And maybe we can even uh, do a podcast or, you know, a teleform on, say, creating dream boards or writing goals and so on like that. Because it is a different, say, science than what you're normally used to. Uh, If you can create in a dream board, maybe we can do a meta healing on that where we can do a meta healing and then you go and create a dream board. So you start tapping into, say, the future realities that are available for you. By the way, that's how I bring in or merge in future realities or change, you know, your future for you mm-hmm. is that I see the possible realities that are out there for you. Okay. Depending on where you are now. Okay. And I merge them into your current reality. So it's not something outside of you, right? Uh, that current reality, uh, that future reality merges in. So it's part of you. And then that's how you say get guided, uh, away from your rut into another direction.
1: And people can do that for themselves as well.
0: Uh, Yes. Once they learn the mechanisms on how to do it. Yes, of course.
1: So you mentioned, you know, you are going to share with us the exponential intelligence way of what really works with goal Mm -hmm. setting.
0: Yes. Uh, The exponential intelligence of what really works with goal setting is really say understanding how your current system sets goals or how your current system creates the life experience that you have today. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of preset goals for you, uh, from underlying programs, right. That get created every day for you. They, they just materialize, you know, you think you are running, you know, your life, but again, like over 90% is pre-programmed goals, uh, or pre-programs that run for you that, that you think that you're setting a goal or an affirmation, it's like, I want to go to the store, or I want to go do this, uh, right? Or I want to go on vacation. Uh, in reality, that might be a pre-pro- pre-programmed goal for you that you've created um, to create the reality. Uh, again, and it's kind of confusing, but um, it, it's perpetuating the reality that you're in. It's not like you're transforming or changing. So a lot of your wants and desires that you currently have is really part of the programs that's been instilled in you and that actually limits. And that's why at an initial glance, you really don't want to set affirmations because it's really set from say values that you're, that you're used to or that Mm -hmm. you're aware of. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not true goal setting. You know, uh,
1: could you explain to us maybe a, a specific example of that um, sure. so people listening can, can really understand this? Because I think this is yeah. really powerful, what you're saying. It's very important.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, let's just take a look at me. Okay. Before my near-death experience, I was a successful programmer. You know, made a lot of money. And what I wanted to do is create a programmer, come up with a program, right? This was my goal. Right. Mm-hmm. I wanted to create a program that I could sell to Google or Facebook or something like that and, you know, make a lot of money, millions of dollars. And then, you know, I do whatever, retire or, you know, just have fun. Right. That was my reality. That was all the realities that I had was in the pro- programming world. After my near death experience, I became what, what I am now. Uh, that was never in, say, my realm of choices or goals uh, of me. Uh, so, yeah, I left it open to a higher source that actually knew right from an omnipotent point of view, like all the realities that were available to me. Okay. So imagine that you yourself now, you know, depending on the experiences that you've had, you know through life experiences, friends' experiences, uh, a very small percentage right uh, available that you're going to pick goals from because it has to be in your conscious mind for you to pick a goal. Right. Right. But what about all the other, probably about 90, you know, 98% of all the other possibilities that could be available to you that you're not even aware of. So when you set goals and you become so focused, you're missing out on say 95% of the possibilities that could be true for you. And then you limit yourself. And then that's where people settle too. Right, because they only see their goals from where they are now, not, not nothing in the future, and they go, "Well, you know, a Lamborghini. Pff, you know, I can't even afford. You know, uh, you know, a Chevy, whatever. That's you know, ten thousand dollars. I'm not going to set a goal for a Lamborghini, right? Right. That's never in my dreams, right? Uh, that's not true at all.
1: So, what about you know, people that that's you? You just touched upon something that people won't settle or won't set a goal of a Lamborghini out of fear, perhaps?
0: Oh oh my God. Yes. That is a great question.
1: How does fear affect our goal settings and worry affect our goal settings? Uh,
0: The fear of success is Mm -hmm. much stronger than the uh, fear of failure from what I've seen working on tens Mm -hmm. of thousands of people. Uh, Yes. Fear of failure helps you like uh, stops you from going forward. Fear of success stops you from going forward even more you know, more, there are so many people that are really, and this is where like the highly intelligent individuals, you know, uh, fantastic IQs and so on, but they're not making it in the world. You know, why is that? Right. Uh, very say, uh, even if they're affluent, but very intelligent individuals, individuals who are very artistic or very creative, right. They're not making it in the world uh, and so on and they can't get a job. You know why is that right? it's because at an underlying level, there is say a fear of going forward, a fear of showing their true self, no matter uh, because of something that may have happened in this lifetime or a previous lifetime, so they, they they'll never show themselves they'll so never show their true say uh, intelligent their their true strengths. There's a lot of people out there
1: so you mentioned fear and settling are big reasons why people um, yes. don't make their goals. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about worry. How does worry affect our goal settings? Is that also from a place of fear? Uh, well,
0: uh, actually I think that worry is really the best goal setting mechanism that you have. Okay? And that's actually part of the Moss work for those individuals who worry a lot. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've already honed uh, your goal setting mechanism, but what you're putting in your goal-setting mechanism is the wrong input, really. You know, when you worry so much, right,
1: mm-hmm. what do
0: you do? You create, you create, say, realities that aren't true, but you make them so real that they become part of you,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Uh, they're not outside of you anymore, and that's how they actually materialize. Those individuals who worry so much... You know about being stabbed or being abused or being killed or you know what I mean not safety they'll get they'll attract a lot of say uh, experiences of feeling not safe uh, in this example mm-hmm. uh, so if you're going to worry again a fantastic goal setting mechanism, worry say about all the positive possibilities in your life you know worry about okay, if I get my Lamborghini, you know <laughs> where am I going to store it at? you know mm-hmm. what I mean you mm-hmm. know. Uh, I'll have to find a bigger house. You know, Mm -hmm. start worrying about those and focusing in on it so real that it becomes, well, part of you. And then there's no gap between you and whatever you need to worry about, right, on the positive side. And then it'll come into you just the way the the negative stuff comes into you.
1: So, So, you know, a lot of people, I think out there the majority it always surprises me when I step out outside mm-hmm. of my little LA bubble um, mm-hmm. how much fear how much worry how much settling is out in the world and um, yes. what, what people say about their goals and how yes. you know so it's not surprising to me that so many goals don't make it right and when I say when I step out of my LA bubble I say it because in LA you know in Hollywood the land of dreams it's like mm-hmm. the opposite. You see you have people that are dreaming really big you know they have huge goals and they sound right. unrealistic and they sound crazy yeah. and that's why they're like oh la is a place of crazies um, mm-hmm. and there's this like funny saying that people say it's like what's the difference between <laughs> <a> cra- <laughs> what, what's the difference between like a crazy person and a, and a successful person in Los Angeles
0: I don't know
1: uh, money. Money.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: But so it's such a different take on things. But you also <laughs> tapped in on that on unrealistic goals. You know, yes. how do you know if your goals are unrealistic? I mean, is there such a thing as as being too out there with your goals?
0: Um, I, there's really not such a thing as being too out there. You mm-hmm. know, because that's limiting yourself. But you know, you have to set say the smaller type goals.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: you know, uh, initially. So, you know, doing it in steps so it's more believable for you. So uh, You know, and and another thing too is like, you know, people set goals and say they achieve their goals, but then why do they feel empty inside?
1: Yeah. Why is that? That's a good one.
0: And what do we do? You know, say they want money, uh, you know, the X amount of money, they make that amount of money. It's like, gosh, I feel empty inside. So Mm -hmm. I have to make more money right? Uh, or do you get more stuff? And then they still feel empty aside. Um, it's because, you know, the, the things that they're wanting that think that will fulfill them or make them complete, it's not anything in the material world. It's nothing in the material world. Uh, and this is where exponential intelligence comes in, is that once you understand where you are, once you understand, say, the completeness of yourself, you really don't have to set goals. Uh, there's no goal setting, you just want to be. Okay? The things that you need will start coming into you. If you need a, that Lamborghini, it'll come into you in a natural way that won't be uh, detrimental to you I- in a higher level. You know, a lot of those individuals, and by the, what I mean by detrimental, I'll get back to that example, is that you know, we strive to set goals, especially the higher income individuals. Mm-hmm. Right? As they strive to make more and more and more and more money. They get so burned out, Crystal, mm-hmm. that, you know, they get the nice home, they get the nice money and nice cars. And from the outside, it looks fantastic. In the inside, they're running themselves. Well, they're burning themselves out and it's not fun. It's
1: mm-hmm. like, gosh,
0: I got to get, I got to get out of here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? It doesn't work that way. On the exponential side, exponential intelligence side, uh, again, you sustain a sense of completeness. And this is my example, you know, in the beginning I wanted to set goals. People ask me, it's like, well, what do you want to do now that you have these abilities, you know, it's like, I want to do this and then I want to do this and I want to, you know, expand my reach and so on. As I got downloaded with more information, as I sent it higher, uh, I realized, you know what, I just want to be, I just want to be here, be in the moment. Uh, from that moment on, I remember a, a one day, as soon as that switch was made in my psyche, uh, it was amazing how fast, one, my business grew, right? Two, the things that I wanted that I totally forgot about just kind of came into me. Mm-hmm. The people that I needed or wanted just started attracting towards me. Uh, it's really the goal setting that, or the things that we want or need is really the icing on the cake and uh, uh, pure source, your higher self will naturally provide that for you. So there's no need to say set goals really in a, in a truer world, but since we're mechanical beings, you know, setting goals, understanding and so on, you know, that's, that's what we do. So might as well do it the right way.
1: You also mentioned, you touched upon, you said a bit earlier, most of us don't know what we need. And then True. that affects our goal setting.
0: Yes. Most of us really don't know what we need, you know. Um, well, let's look at uh, relationships. Like Moss, <laughs> I, I need a new husband. <laughs> right? Uh, and they get a new husband. Mm-hmm. What happens? Uh, it, it doesn't work for them. Right? Mm. And then they get another husband or they get another, you know, boyfriend or relationship, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? So is that what they need? No, that's not really true. Uh, They actually need, in that case, you know, every individual is different, but I'm just, you know, this is just an example. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you know, what if we say got complete in ourselves and fixed whatever was, say, uh, distorted in you to not feel complete? Then the relationship that you need, you know, that husband that you currently have might actually fulfill what you're looking for internally. So, you know, people think that they need certain things, right? To say, feel whole. And why do we set goals in the first place? You know, is it because we just want more money? It's not really because we want more money. You know, it doesn't really say satisfy us or really make us secure, Mm -hmm. right? We want to feel complete, you know? Uh, And I'm just tapping into the group that listens on the podcast and it's like, gosh, if I had more money, I'd feel secure. Mm, I work with a lot of people who have a lot of money. Uh, It's not true security. They feel very insecure. So they have to think that they have to keep making more money, uh, right? Because they're Mm going to lose their money. That's a fear as well uh, that I'm tapping into the group as well. It's like the money that they have now that they're, now they're worried about, well, now I have to keep this money. Mm -hmm. It just keeps breeding, say, insecurity.
1: And then you mentioned that, so if we set goals and they are natural for us, you know, or what's right for us, Mm -hmm. they naturally will come true. Um, Yes. Why? If you
0: do it in a, in a, in a, like a natural process or, or the way that I'm going to help you understand through the meta healings mm -hmm. uh, tonight. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was my question. How do you know if you're setting goals the right way?
0: Yes. Uh, Well, uh, again, through the meta healings, that's what will help you. That's what I'll help you instill is say, understanding the reality that you hear are that you're here now. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, you'll start to see why you're in the reality that you are. Okay? No matter what it is, no matter how bad it is or how good it is. Uh, and then from there, since you have a clear location of where you are, it's easier to focus or go towards the location that you want to go. Just like a GPS. right? It, it has to know exactly where you are
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, before you can get to the destination that you want. That's one thing that's lacking in a lot of people who set goals.
1: Is their GPS system?
0: Yeah. Is their GPS system? They just really don't know where they are. So they think that where they want to go is what they need, you know, to satisfy themselves or, or feel complete. But uh, again, they didn't understand where they are. So when they get to the point where, where they wanted to be, it's like, oh, This didn't fulfill my needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So what are some steps that we can do to help us achieve our our goals?
0: Um, One is to become just like anything else. uh, One become totally present in whatever you do. Uh, Two. Okay, and uh, whether through meditation, and I know a lot of people have meditated before and, you know, even meditation becomes rote or becomes hypnotic for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do the meditation, but then their psyche is out somewhere else. That doesn't work. That's why these meta healings are so powerful. It, no matter if your mind is out, I grab you back in really. Okay? Uh, so two is understanding, say, how you got to this point in your life how you picked, say, the schools that you went to, how you picked up with, how you picked the, the relationships that you got into. You know, how did all those kind of things materialize? And it's not about, you know, the end result or the people, the places, the things that you ran into or you came into being. But again, the journey to that point. Uh, so go back in time, start to, start to understand, you know, the good times. You know, the good things that came into your life, how did they come in? How did they materialize? You know, uh, and really dig in deep and be like a child and go, well, why did that happen? And then once you understand that, it's like, well, why did that happen? And then keep going further and further back. There's a pattern that you'll see, whether it's a negative uh, experience for you or a positive experience for you, you'll see that it's the same or similar pattern. That you've used to create, say, the life that you have thus far. Uh, the nice thing about what that, when that happens, is that you can like piggyback on that same pattern that you've used, you know, all your lifetime. You can piggyback and instill, say, the new goals, a new direction for you. And instead of forcing yourself into a new direction, uh, you're just programming on the inside a new direction, and it'll take you. You don't have to force. There's no willpower. Uh, This is great for losing weight or like eating healthier, right? It takes a lot of willpower for people, especially if it's emotional eating and so on, right? It takes a lot of willpower to stay on the diet and so on. Uh, Again, if it's internal, if you've programmed it internally or, you know, set it in there, uh, your internal dialogue or mechanisms will take you to a new direction automatically. It's like cruise control.
1: So what is our MOSS work for this week?
0: Uh, the MOSS work, I kind of got into that, is understanding your current goal-setting mechanisms, again, by really studying where you got to or how you got to where you are right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Okay? Starting to know the details. If you've been, say, successful at something, see what happened. Uh, and again, start to note the details of the details, uh, not what happened, what, like, physical steps that happen, but why things happen. Mm -hmm. Really ask the why questions and really dig down deep. And number one, guys, be honest with yourself. So that, that, that is uh, the Moss work for you.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Moss. This is a fascinating conversation on, on goal settings and goals that work.
0: Yes. Uh, and, And, and it does work for tons of people. You know, the one thing, as we get into the meta healing, uh, unless you have other questions, Crystal, is, is that uh, the one thing that I've noticed working on you know thousands, thousands of people is that once they achieve their goals, whatever it might be, you know, X amount of money, relationships, uh, better health. It's like, well, how, you know, how did you accumulate? How, how did you get what you wanted? And they go, I don't know. It just happened. You know, everything fell into place. It just happens, guys. It's really the secret of the secret that was, you know, missing in that book. The secret.
1: Fascinating. I, I'm good with my questions for now. Okay. okay. Shocking. I know. I'll have more later.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, I could talk about this forever, but I just love how we ended on the moss work, and oh. it's really profound to just take the time and be aware and honest and truthful. And not necessarily yes. judging yourself, but just noticing how you acquired the patterns of success and going exactly. from there. So I think that's a great a place to end this conversation for this podcast. Yes.
0: Yes. Really. So don't, uh, don't look at the results, but look at how, say, you got to the results, I guess. And then that removes the judgment, by the way, as well. So, so let's start the meta-healing, shall we? Perfect. Alrighty, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and get started. Again, sitting standing, lying down, preferably standing up. Just give you a second or two. Get comfortable, get situated. Take a nice deep breath in. And on the exhale, letting go, letting go of anything that we need to let go of. Starting to come into where we are right here, right now. Another deep breath in. As we come into the present moment, the best way to do that is by noticing where we are, position of our feet, hands, head. You might actually feel a relaxation come through your body, perhaps from the back of your neck, right down your spine into your lower half. Another deep breath in, connecting to the group dynamics, whether you've been here before or you're new. wondering of all the other people connecting with us by creating that power, that strength in numbers. Another deep breath in again. On well, the exhale, asking ourselves, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? There we go. And just noticing where you are. By noticing what you're sitting, standing, lying down on. Noticing the material. Barewood, hardwood floors, carpeting, you're standing, the chair, type of leather, cloth, whatever it might be. Again, noticing the details. And while you're doing that, while you're becoming present, on the back end reprogramming you to see a truer perspective or the real reason why how your life works. Hmm. Noting how you're feeling. Taking a group breath in. into your forehead area, right between your eyebrows, inch inch and a half above your eyebrows. giving you that x-ray vision, okay. start seeing underlying frequencies, patterns, on how you've gotten where you are right here, right now. Hmm. So I tap into the group, a lot of trauma, no matter what it is, in your early days. I know a lot of us want to pull away from that experience, that time frame, get away from it. Let's go ahead, help you, say, remove that trauma. There's more and more people listening to this podcast, so I picked that up. Um... Help you remove it. But then, how do we benefit from it? By going back safely for you. I'll program that into you on the logistics on how you created that trauma in your life. Again, it's not a fault issue. Not saying trauma is your fault. There we go. But again, using that experience, something that's created you uh, or impacted you so dramatically, using it for the positive this time. (sighs) Nice experiential breath in. Understanding it's not the experience, how we got here. And I'll leave you be for the remainder I work on you in silence. Noting your breath. Yeah, noting your breath. Leave gonna leave you in this space for as long as you'd like. As long as you stay in this space, it will feel like I'm continuing to work on you. Thank you for uh being on this podcast. I'll talk to you soon.